Hey, welcome back to the Claim the Stage podcast, our first episode of 2019. I hope you had a nice holiday season. As for me, I was sick for two weeks and kept wanting to record this episode, but could not stop coughing. So I'm really glad to be able to be healthy enough to have this episode prepared for you in time for our second Wednesday of the month release. Um, If this is your first time listening, Claim the Stage is all about public speaking and helping you be a better presenter, better storyteller, and more confident and comfortable doing those things. I'm Angela Lucier. I'm your host. I'm also an author, speaker, and CEO and founder of the Speaker Sisterhood, which is a network of public speaking clubs for women. And you can find us at speakersisterhood.com. I'm so excited about today's episode because it's about something that pretty much everybody asks me about at some point. How do I look confident and powerful and relaxed even if I'm not? Great question. And what I'm going to teach you today are four really simple, quick tips that will help you to feel more in your body, that will help you to actually be able to breathe while you're speaking, and make you look powerful and in control and just have that presence that people are are attracted to. So before we jump into that, I want to share that today's episode is sponsored by Told Video, original, thoughtful storytelling for your brand, here to help you with your next step in marketing, a meaningful video. Let your story out into the world and get it told. Learn more at toldvideo.com. If you contact Told before March 1st, you can get 15% off a video project. And these videos are great for telling your story and putting it on your website so that potential clients and the world can learn more about you. We just had a video made by Told and is on our website now on the join page if you want to see her work and learn more about Speaker Sisterhood. All right, let's jump into today's episode. You know that feeling you get right before you're going to give your presentation, no matter what size group, maybe it's in a small group with your team, or it's in front of your boss, or you're speaking at a conference, and you get that feeling like, what am I about to do? Why am I doing this to myself? This is crazy. This is, I'm not even a good speaker. I I forgot everything I was going to say. (laughs) And you get that, that kind of butterflies in your stomach and you're sweating and your whole body is tense and you feel like you could crumble into a thousand pieces on the floor at the same time. Does anyone ever feel that way? (laughs) I still feel that way sometimes. You know when I feel the most like that is when I have to speak in a small group, like introduce myself and say what I do. I don't know what it is, but there's still something about that exercise that gets me so uncomfortable. (laughs) I can stand up and give an hour-long speech in front of 500 people, but don't ask me to introduce myself in front of five people. That's so scary. (laughs) But anyway, I'm going to teach you how to kind of help to push, not push some of that down, but make that more manageable because the feelings of fear are real and it's not that we need them to go away, but we want to feel more comfortable while we're giving our presentation. So the first tip I want to give you is actually from episode 56. And many of the tips I'm going to share with you today are from this podcast. And so it's kind of a throwback and a summary episode of some of our past episodes. So if you want to go back and learn more about each of these tips, you can go back and listen to those episodes. And actually, 
we've talked about tip number one on many episodes, and you've probably done it already because it is a pretty popular one, but I wanted to put it on today's list because it's the perfect place to start. And tip number one is power posing. Have you ever done a power pose? Probably. Whenever I ask this question, when I give a presentation, about 50% of the room raises their hand and they're very familiar with the woman who created the power pose, Amy Cuddy. And so what I'm going to have you do, there is some interactivity for today's episode. So if you're driving, you won't be able to practice a couple of them, but just, you know, make a mental note to try it later if you haven't yet. So what I might have you do is I'm going to have you get into a power pose and then I'll tell you about what we're doing. You're going to stand up with your feet hip distance apart, with your feet facing forward. And you're going to put your hands on your hips like Wonder Woman and put your chin up looking straight out. And you're going to stand like that for two minutes. Are you in there? Okay, good. While you're standing there, I'll tell you what you're doing. (laughs) So as I mentioned, there was a woman who created this. Her name is Amy Cuddy, and with her team at Harvard, they did a study to see if people who did a power pose before doing something difficult, like taking a test or doing a job interview or giving a presentation, were more successful after standing this way for two minutes. And what they found was, yes, they were. And they reasoned that when you're under pressure, your body releases the stress hormone cortisol. And when you're under stress, you don't feel as confident or as powerful or as capable of the task at hand. But when you do a power pose, it releases testosterone into your body and reduces cortisol levels, therefore making you feel more powerful and capable. And so they found that people who did the power pose had better results. So I always recommend that people do a two-minute power pose before a presentation to help create that presence of power before getting on stage. And I still do power posing. And you know, I often share the story that when I speak at a conference and I'm, say, speaking at the end of the day, but I've been there since the morning, I'll often go into the bathroom and I'll do a power pose in a stall. And I'm six feet tall, so you can imagine what this looks like with me just standing in the, in the stall for two minutes. And the other version of the power pose is the one where you put your hands straight over your head and kind of reach towards the sky and you kind of get the same result. So it's your choice if you want to do it with your hands on the hips or your hands up over your head. And I prefer hands over my head because it just makes me feel bigger and stronger. So standing in a stall with my hands up like that does raise some eyebrows. <laughs> and I often, you know, I come out on stage and I see people going, oh, that's the weirdo that was just in the bathroom. Okay, all right, cool. <laughs> We're going to now learn something from her. <laughs> But power posing and the bathroom, I think, are soulmates. Great place to just let yourself be for two minutes. If you work on a team, great thing to teach your team, especially before big meetings. If you all are talking about your quarterly goals or you're going to be brainstorming or meeting with a client, do a power pose first, and it puts everybody into a really good state. So if you want to learn more about that, you can listen to episode 56 or many of the other episodes. If you've been listening for a while, you know that this, t- this power posing comes up a lot. So try that out. Give yourself a chance, maybe even today, to do one real quick before anything even remotely stressful is going to happen and see how it goes. So there you have tip number one, power posing. Let's move on to tip number two. This one, we're going way back to basics with this one. Tip number two is breathe. 
I know. <laughs> we always forget to breathe. Whenever I uh, talk to my mom, I'd say like nine times out of ten when I talk to her on the phone and I'm telling her about what's going on in my day, she'll say, Inch, are you breathing? I'll be like, what? Excuse me? You don't sound like you're breathing. Oh, right, breathing. Right, right, thank you. <laughs> it's a good reminder. Moms are good like that. But breathing is super, super important for one major reason, besides not passing out on stage. And that is, it helps you to finish your sentences when you breathe. Have you ever been on stage and you're in the middle of a sentence and you run out of air? I've done this many times. (laughs) And then I'm trying to finish the sentence, but I have to take a huge breath of air. And if I don't, I, I... I'll, you know, I'm, I'm going to start hyperventilating and then I feel embarrassed and I feel like there's all this pressure and I can't catch my breath and everyone's staring at me and now I feel like an idiot. And the way to combat that is to do breathing exercises before you get on stage so you can reset your body and stop that shallow breathing and instead be able to take deeper breaths that will allow you to finish the sentence before you run out of air. Let me teach you a breathing exercise that I learned in yoga. And uh, I've talked about this on some episode on the podcast before, but I couldn't remember which one. So that's okay. We're going to talk about it again today. And if you've done yoga, you've probably learned some version of this. And the one that I like the best is called 487. And what that means is you breathe in for four seconds, you hold your breath for eight seconds, and then you breathe out for seven seconds. And this helps you to relax your mind, relax your body. And like I said, reset that shallow breathing so that when you get up on stage, you feel a little bit more calm. And in that calm, you feel power. So we're going to practice three rounds of it right now. And if you're driving, don't close your eyes. (laughs) But if you aren't driving, I highly recommend closing your eyes and stopping whatever you're doing and just doing this exercise. It's fine to do standing or sitting. I love to do it while I'm driving. I keep my eyes open, obviously. And it just... It gives me something to focus on, and it helps me to arrive at wherever I'm going feeling really good. Even if I'm just going to the grocery store, it's just a nice, calming exercise. So like I said, we're going to do three rounds. So to start, we're going to take a deep breath together. All right, take a breath in for four seconds. One, two, three, four, and now hold your breath for eight seconds. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and then breathe out for seven seconds. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. In for four. One, two, three, four. Hold for eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Out for seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. In, one, two, three, four. Hold, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Out, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Now, one deep breath. How was that? 
probably hard, right? <laughs> Especially if you haven't done it before. It feels like I'm holding my breath for an hour and then breathing out. You just want to let all the air out really quickly, but you have to control it. And that feels really hard. But once you do this a lot, the practice starts to feel more comfortable and you're not so focused on the regulation piece. You're just focused on the counting piece. And I actually do it 10 times in a row when I'm feeling nervous or stressed out or, you know, just kind of feeling pressure. And after about five times, I feel amazing. And then after 10 times, it's euphoric. It's really amazing in a couple minutes how you can totally change your whole kind of vibe and your whole energy. So write this one down, 487. Practice it before bed. Practice it anytime that you're feeling like you could just use a refresh. It's a great thing to do in the mid-afternoon too when you're starting to feel that crash and you're losing focus and you feel like you just need a candy from the vending machine or you need to grab a coffee, before you grab the sugar and the caffeine, try this breathing exercise. It's totally revitalizing and it's a natural way to boost your energy and your power. The third tip is to prep your face. And I'm not talking about your more your moisturizing process each morning or getting a facial. I'm talking about your actual muscles. And I'm talking about the muscles in your jaw, your cheeks, your lips, your throat, your shoulders, all that stuff that surrounds your your voice that people are looking at while you're talking. And if they are tight, it is harder for you to speak clearly and to look confident. So this is a really simple tool that we learned in episode 63. And that episode, I loved, I learned so much on that episode. I've actually listened to it many times since, since doing it. Um, we talked with a voice coach who helped give some different tips for warming up your voice. Cause our voice is such an important tool when speaking, but we rarely talk about it, you know, especially in, in my world, I'm not working with singers and actors and, you know, people in the theater, I'm working with people who want to tell a story. I'm working with people who want to be convincing and start a movement. So we don't really talk about the voice that much, but it's actually a huge piece of communication, which, you know, when you think about it, it's like, duh, of course it is. <laughs> but we're going to talk about how to prepare your face so that when you're speaking, you can articulate your words without feeling like your muscles are working against you. And so that you have that relaxed kind of your shoulders are down. You don't look like a robot and you have that, that flow that indicates ease and relaxation and comfort. So here's how to do it. <laughs> and this has an, this does have a technical name. And if you listen to episode 63, you will, <laughs> you will hear what it's called, but I forgot. So I'm going to call it the Muppet noise. Cause that's what I like. And that's what it reminds me of. And I believe I actually practiced this on the episode for the first time. And I was super embarrassed, but after I did it, I was like, that was awesome. And I do it all the time. Like when I wake up in the morning, I do it sometimes <laughs> and I do it in a lot of my presentations now. And it ends up being a really funny, fun way to interact with the audience. And it's a really super great tool for them to take with them. So feel free to use this as a party trick or share with your friends. And I've actually learned from some audience members that they learned to do this in birthing class as they were preparing to deliver their baby. I've heard other people who do voice work just like in voiceovers and reading commercials. They also do this to warm up. So it's kind of a common tool. And here's how you do it. It's very simple. You 
Kind of put your lips together and push air out. And here's the noise it makes. You may have heard a baby do this. Babies do this really, really well. And it's almost like a natural noise that they just start making when they're able to, to do stuff like this. So I'll do it again. And what it requires in order to do it is controlled airflow and relaxed muscles in your cheeks and in your mouth and your lips. And that's really important for creating that space and creating the right, yep. the right energy. So I'm going to have you try it with me. Ready? It's okay if, everyone, if anyone else is around. <laughs> Just do it quietly. <laughs> One, two, three. So good, right? It's so good. <laughs> now, once you've done it like for 20 or so seconds, you're going to do it again. But this time you're going to stand up if you're not already standing. And you're going to let yourself your body just sort of hang over itself. So you're going to let your hands hang down by your feet and just let them be totally free and loose and let your shoulders be free and loose. Let your head and your neck be free and just hang there and make this noise. It is the most amazing feeling in the world. It's just so freeing. It's just, you know, you just let everything go and you just hang there like a rag doll. And when you come back up, it feels like you've released a lot of pressure. You've released a lot of that, that, that like intense energy. And you can just let yourself be comfortable and light on stage and in front of a group. Again, I think the soulmate of the Muppet noise is also the bathroom. So feel free to uh, take advantage of that private space <laughs> if needed. The other benefit of the Muppet noise that I love is that it's funny and it makes you laugh. And when you laugh, you also relieve stress. So if you find yourself kind of giggling at yourself or feeling stupid about it, just let yourself laugh because that's a big benefit of the exercise as well. And some people I've seen are unable to do it. And I think it's because they're self-conscious or they just haven't done it in a while. But I'm pretty sure everybody can do this, you know just in terms of having the right mechanical, the the right mechanics and and being able to get the air out. So just keep practicing it. So that is tip number three, prepare your face. (laughs) And tip number four is from episode 45, and it's to create a power stance. And what I mean by this is a lot of women, especially when they get up to give a presentation, they do this one particular thing when they stand up that really, really bothers me and is also very distracting for the audience. They stand with their legs crossed. And this may somehow feel more comfortable or you might feel like you're coming across more casual. But what it actually looks like is like you have to go to the bathroom. And also for you as the speaker, it's distracting to stand that way because you have to focus and put at least some element of your focus on not falling over because you're really balancing on one leg. And unless you're a flamingo, there's no reason to balance on one leg. You can balance on both legs, you know, putting equal weight into each foot so that you don't even have to think about it and you look very powerful. The other night I was watching the Golden Globes. I don't know if you watched it, but Jeff Bridges won an award. I think he won the Cecil B. DeMille Award. And while he was giving his very long and sort of boring speech, 
he the whole entire time stood in a power stance. I don't know if you caught this, but I immediately saw it and was like, holy moly, he is so powerful up there. And it was because of the way he was standing. It definitely was not because of his speech. But if you didn't catch it, go on YouTube and see if you can look it up and just watch his body. He's just like a powerhouse. And the way he's standing up there is the way I want to teach you how to stand. Because what it does is it creates a strong grounding for you so that you don't have to worry about swaying like a palm tree or looking like an insecure or uncomfortable or, you know, nervous speaker. And a lot of people pace around when they speak. And that also takes away your power because now people are trying to just watch you move back and forth and you're not standing in this grounded pose. You're kind of just moving around a lot with a lot of nervous energy. So don't be afraid of standing in one place and holding your ground. And the way you do this is the same stance as the power pose. You stand with your feet hip distance apart with your feet facing forward. And we get a little bit more technical in this one. You want to put 50% of your weight in each foot. And you might notice that you have a tendency to lean on one foot or the other. And this is a great way to, con- to re- uh, correct that by putting 50% of your weight in each foot. And then you're going to put 60% of your weight into your toes and 40% on your heels. So it's basically you know, equal weight throughout your whole foot, except you're just putting a touch more in the front. And the reason for that is because you want your energy to be going towards your audience rather than behind your audience. And a lot of people have a tendency to, to put their weight on their heels. And when you do that, it kind of, even though it's very small and it's just an energetic thing, it puts your, your energy behind you and, it, and your, your audience can, in just some small way, sense that you're not leaning into them. You're kind of pulling away from them. And I doubt anyone would ever even be aware enough to pick that out as to why maybe they didn't feel connected to you when you spoke, but it's one minor tweak that does make a huge difference. So the one last thing to do in your stance is to bend your knees just a little bit so that your knees aren't locked. And when you bend your knees a little bit, it activates the muscles in your legs and it helps you to feel more powerful. And it also gives you the opportunity to use your muscles to support you instead of just locking up. So I urge you to try this stance when you're not presenting so that it does feel comfortable when you are and you don't have to think about it. When I was first learning about this, I started to do it a lot at the grocery store while I was in line waiting to check out. And I would just line up my feet and I would just stand there and I I wouldn't do anything fancy. I wouldn't get on my phone. I would just stand there and I'd feel the way it felt and I would try to do it for a couple minutes. And then I started doing it while cooking and waiting for water to boil. And then I started doing it while brushing my teeth and started to notice that it started to feel really comfortable. And now I do it all the time. Like when I'm just standing in conversation, I do it. When I'm you know, prepping food, it's just, it's just like a natural thing. And when it's natural, you don't have to think about it and it won't distract you while you're in front of a group giving a presentation. Like I said, you can learn more about the power stance on episode 45. So those are my four tips to help you look and feel more powerful, confident, and relaxed when speaking in any situation. So let's do a quick review. Power pose for two minutes. Breathe, do the four, eight, seven, ten 10 times if you can. Prepare your face, do the Muppet noise, and take a powerful stance so you stand in a way that people see you mean business, (laughs) because you do. 
So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and you take these tips with you, practice them on your own, share them with your friends, entertain your friends at a party, and don't be afraid to, you know, just see how your results change by doing these things before your presentation. I think you'll be happy you did. Again, today's episode is sponsored by Told Video, original thoughtful storytelling for your brand. Here to help you with your next step in marketing a meaningful video. Let your story out into the world and get it told. Learn more at toldvideo.com. Contact Told before March 1st for a 15% off a video project. Well, that does it for me today, my friends. I hope you are enjoying the podcast. If you have any recommendations, if you have ideas for guests, if there are topics I haven't covered that you want to hear about, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. Would love to hear feedback and ideas. I always appreciate hearing from my podcast family. My email is Angela at speakersisterhood.com, and I'm always available to chat with you. So, that does it for me today. If you liked today's episode, please leave a review on iTunes as it helps more people to find the show. And it's a great way for you to say thanks for what you do. All right. So as always, before I sign off, I want to share with you my one huge piece of advice. Stop waiting, start creating. I'll see you next time.